0: Hello and welcome to Ferris Forward. I'm your host, Dave Eisler. And I'm pleased to be joined today by a person who's literally done everything at Ferris, a person who was a student, a faculty member, administrator, someone who advised the university from his professional uh, career, and who's then become a member of our foundation board and the chair of the foundation board and in in May at our commencement ceremonies we're honoring him with an honorary degree. I'm pleased to introduce to you my guest today, soon to be Dr. Dick Shaw. Thanks for being with us, Dick.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Dave.
0: Well, and so you know, I I know that you have a military background that you you served in the armed services. Uh what did you do with the armed services?
1: Well, I was, I was drafted in 64. Uh, it was pre-Viet, pre-Vietnam. I graduated from Ferris, so I had a refrigeration background, air conditioning and so forth. So uh, they, didn't, they didn't care to invest very heavily in me, so they just give me that MOS. And uh, uh, fortunately I was, uh, uh, after OJT, after basic training in OJT, I uh, uh, received orders to uh, go to Germany and served with the 53rd Battalion uh, uh, Transportation Group. And uh, we were the 87th Refrigeration Group, which uh, transported all the uh, refrigerated goods around, uh, uh, around Europe. So it was, uh, it was a very good experience. And uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about people. And uh, I never regretted a, a day of my, uh, of my military life.
0: And and how wonderful that it was in the actual field that you studied. So I'd forgotten that you had your associate degree when you went into the military. What brought you to Ferris?
1: Well, uh, I was raised in a family that uh, uh, parents uh, who worked hard and uh, of course were raised during the depression. And uh, uh, the the experts expectations in the family were that you're going to go to college. You are going to get a degree. And uh, Ferris was, was handy. They had an open door policy. I wasn't the best student in high school. Uh, I had other interests. My maturation level was a little slow probably. But uh, uh, so we enrolled, at, enrolled in Ferris and it was, uh, it was nothing but a good experience. It was uh, a smaller school. I think about 3,000 students. They were building a dorm every year and just wonderful faculty, wonderful staff. And, you know, and we, I, we went year round in those programs and it didn't seem like time was going fast. The next thing you knew, you were, you were a graduate and, uh, uh, and off the world of work you uh, went and lots of jobs. And uh, so I, it was a great experience.
0: So, how did you choose HVACR? What brought you to that field?
1: Well, we had a family friend that had a had a business in uh, refrigeration, air conditioning, and heating, and uh, he had been, uh, uh, I think, a Korean War veteran, and received his training at Ferris. Uh, and I worked for I worked for him uh, while I was while I was a student, and we were just, you know, we were we were friends for forever. Yeah.
0: So after the military, you came back to Ferris?
1: Well, I came back to uh, uh, industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I worked, uh, it, was, I, it was a Calvinator in Grand Rapids, uh, Division of American Motors. And I really hadn't thought about using my GI Bill until they started consolidating and doing some th- things that uh, I, I decided, well, this, this isn't, this isn't going to be a long-time career place to stay. And, uh, uh, a neighbor kid who was, who'd gotten out of the Navy, uh, was chatting with him one day and he says, uh, uh, have you ever thought about using your GI bill? I said, well, that's a novel idea. So, uh, I, I just started making arrangements and, uh, with, with galvanator where I was and, and, uh, went back in 69 using the GI bill to get my bachelor's degree. And from there, uh, I wasn't intending to uh, to be a teacher in, a, in the public system. I, my thoughts were to go out and train uh, in industry, but uh, they needed they needed help after my after my student teaching at Ferris, and asked if I would stay on. And I says absolutely. And I just I really I thoroughly enjoyed working with working with young people, and. And it, it was a, it, it was certainly the best decision I ever made to stay there. And, and as time went on, and we developed the four year program. Uh, in my twenty seven years there at Ferris, uh, it really even became more rewarding because the maturity level of of our young people really changes about oh between their sophomore. In junior or junior and senior year, and the intrinsic rewards of, of working with uh, uh, working with the students was just immense. Uh, they had a way of getting of getting all the energy they could out of you.
0: Well, you must have thinking about twenty-seven years. You must have thousands of students out there that you taught over the over that. Well, time.
1: I I do, and I you know I'm in contact with them continuously uh, uh, through. Uh, family through family friend uh, uh well not a family friend but through a, a friend in big rapids. Uh I uh he sent me uh and Facebook uh he sent me the name of and phone number or the email address of a of a longtime graduate. He graduated in 70, 77 or seventy eight in Denver and he's in Denver. Uh and I chatted with him uh Sunday night. Uh hadn't hadn't uh been in contact with him since, uh, you know, late seventies. So it, it, it happens all the time and it's uh, it's so that's the intrinsic rewards you get from education and enjoy them, enjoy them.
0: It is, it is a wonderful life to, to, to touch lives like that. And so you became an administrator. How did that happen for you? I cause you're a student, then you're a faculty member and next year you're, you're, you're leading the program.
1: Well, the uh, we were we were a growing program, and there were there were needs for uh, for a leadership role. So after I had developed the the four year program, I was teaching in that program, as, and uh, uh, and was the, the coordinator. And that position then changed to a director. So I was an administrator until I retired in uh, in ninety eight. And, but, and taught uh, when, when, I wasn't, when I wasn't so busy with, with other things, I would teach a class uh, and that was important too,
0: yeah. And was it during that time that you created the endowment in HVACR? Uh, was, was that a part of the work that you were involved with there?
1: Oh, very much so. Yeah, in the, uh, the Clean Air Act of uh, 1988 that uh, George W. Bush uh, George Herbert Bush uh, uh, signed uh, included a 608 section on ozone depletion, and the ozone was being depleted by by the chlorine in the principal refrigerant that our industry had used since 1928. So it was a it was a monumental issue, and we and it that refrigerant was going to be phased out, and we were going to be moving to different refrigerants and. Recovery was going to be the uh, of, of all refrigerants was was going to be the uh, uh, the standard, and an, an industry group was formed, which I was not part of in the beginning, and uh, it was it was decided uh, by EPA and that committee that uh, certification, whether it be voluntary or or mandatory, uh, was certainly in line relative to uh, uh, recovering and recycling refrigerants. So as people, as an association and, the per, and a person that was on our advisory committee started uh, doing voluntary certifications, we, I asked if uh, he could come up to Ferris and, uh, and uh, certify uh, our students. And he said uh, they could, and he, he could come up and it'd be $79 a piece. And I said, "Well, that's not going to work. You know, our students, our, our our students don't deserve that." So other people on the, in in my industry were urging me to get involved. So I did, uh, and I joined that I joined that group. And they people were urging me to, uh, uh, if Ferris had the the capacity to do certifications to uh, uh, write the materials for training and uh, and do certifications. Well, we did. Joe Galloway, had uh, our dean, had uh, established the Te- Technology Transfer Center and everything was there uh, relative to the infrastructure to do it. So I tapped the uh, other people in the program who were involved with refrigeration and air conditioning and we wrote uh, a training manual, which was very value-added uh, uh, and not just a, you know, it's a, Hundred-page uh, manual, rather than just teaching to the test on just recovery and recycling. I mean, one, you've got to be uh, a person needs to be system competent and so forth. So, anyway, we we started on the voluntary program. The program, uh, the, the EPA then moved it to uh, mandatory certification, and uh, by that time, we were uh, we were partnered with ACCA, a uh, national largest contractor organization uh, for HVAC. And uh, uh, we just we, we hit the road running. And uh, we ended up certifying hundreds of thousands of technicians and helping them immensely uh, with with education, training, and then successfully uh, uh, being certified. And that program is still going on. Uh, we're, they're still certifying uh Uh, technicians. uh, Now that the CFCs have been phased out, the HCFCs are phased out or phasing out and it's still a prosperous business even just uh, uh, over at the old technology transfer center just for the reprinting of uh, uh, wallet uh, and certain certifications so that they can buy refrigerants. But it was it was very successful. We brought a uh, a lot of money into the program and, uh, and were able to build a, a substantial endowment, uh, which was of a lot of value back in the early 90s when, when Ferris uh, decided to form a foundation. Uh, we had a pretty good nest for them to start that foundation and Dick Hurst, uh, uh, Bruce Parsons, uh, and by then that was uh, uh, President Cederberg uh, uh, formed what we now have uh, that you direct uh, uh, with the Ferris Foundation. So it helped a lot of people and it certainly helped the program uh, uh, to have an annual income off a sizable endowment that helps students.
0: Well, it's a great story because you were you you saw this challenge in the national industry, you addressed it. Ferris became a national leader in it, and then the proceeds for this created this incredible endowment when Ferris didn't have endowments. Yeah. And that's something that, that's supporting HVACR today. And you think about the number of lives and the impact that's had on that that program, it's it's profound.
1: Well, it's helped a lot of students. Yep. Yeah. And uh uh, when you, when you've got, when you've got student, when you've got endowments that uh, are, are designated to students uh, it's, it's a wonderful tool for recruitment and to assist them in getting an education and minimizing their debt.
0: And let's talk a little bit about your work with the Ferris Foundation, because I think you single-handedly between your own generosity and with working with your industry may have created more endowments at Ferris than any single person. And so, you know, you and the Ferris Future Scholarship Challenge have really been joined at the hip.
1: Well, it's, uh, it's been very uplifting. Uh, there's, there's nothing more satisfying than talking with a former student or a company that hires our students and explaining a program that is a win-win situation, you're taking care of workforce development, they're skin in the game for the contractor because he he, he's always going to need people. They're skin in the game for the students because they're always going to need help. And we're, and we're always going to need students coming into the program. So it's, you know, it's back to recruitment, help him out and, and, they, and they go out to work. But it, it's, it, it isn't just what I've done. Uh, we Dick Hurst and uh, uh, Dick Dick Hurst and I am working with Karen. Uh, have had a lot of fun. We've, we you know we, we just put a list together. We update the list update the list uh, every once in a while. Matter of fact, I just uh, added in a couple names uh, the other day. But uh, Karen Karen becomes the the catalyst uh, when, when you when you get their attention, and uh, uh, that they understand that the program that that you kicked off with the Ferris Futures Scholarship Program, from the eighteen million dollars that the state owed owed us, and you're the one that stood up and said, "This has got to be for the students." You went to the trustees. Got their blessings. You came to the foundation board. Got our blessings, and that's what's that eighteen million will you know to turn into thirty-six million or more, uh, and be there forever, be there forever, and grow, so that the endowments, the endowments that uh, we that that we that we have established uh, and, and fund one scholarship ultimately will fund another one, you know, a second, and maybe a third later on. Uh, there's nothing that, that, could we, that we can do to make Ferris and what we do for students more sustainable.
0: Thank you for the kind words. And I'm not gonna let you off the hook quite that easily. How many endowments do you think have been created in your industry as a result of this? Well, just take a guess at the number.
1: Well, I, I would say maybe a couple dozen,
0: that's what uh, I was gonna say. More certainly more than 20, maybe as yeah. many as 30, right?
1: Yeah, possibly. I, I I I I probably had my hands on some of those and not that involved, but uh, but others with deep involvement, yeah.
0: But you think about what that does for that program, and your leadership really did create that uh for HVACR. So now looking forward to May and make you. Dr. Shaw, what what are your thoughts about receiving this honor from from your alma mater?
1: Overwhelmed. It's very overwhelming. Uh, I'm very honored, and I'm and I'm humbled still, and and uh, and I'm really looking forward to addressing the, uh, uh, the 2022 uh, class of uh, uh, engineering technology. Students that are graduating. Uh, it's going to be a fun day, and it's, it still doesn't sound right when 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 you you address me as Doctor Shaw.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's it's a very well deserved honor, and look back over your career and think back, you know, beginning as a freshman, you know, in the program and all throughout your career, and to come full circle to this, that that's that's remarkable, Dick. It's absolutely remarkable.
1: Well, you know, uh, as, we, as we, as the phrase is used uh, so often uh, at Ferris, uh, when we talk about alumni and people going to Ferris, uh, coming back and say, if it wasn't for Ferris. Well, that's, that's certainly true of me, if it wasn't for Ferris. And uh, I'm blessed, I'm a very, very blessed uh, individual. I, you know, I've been retired from Ferris. Uh, uh, well, this year will be 20, 25 years,
0: wow. no, 23,
1: 24 years, 20, 24 years. Uh, when you retired at the end of June, uh, I will have been gone from Ferris for 24 years. And, you know, I, I was fully, I was only fully retired for six months and I failed that. Uh, and I still do, uh, consult and work for ACCA, but I don't do very much, but that has never, that has never, uh, interfered with any of my plans to do anything I wanted to do. I've been blessed with the ability to, uh, to travel. I've been in every state of the union, including Alaska with a a motor coach. And you just, you just couldn't be any more blessed than I am with uh, all the friends I have and the, former students, and uh, intrinsic rewards. Uh, so if it wasn't for Ferris.
0: Well, I would say for us at Ferris, if it wasn't for Dick Shaw, there'd be a lot of things we didn't have. So we're we're very grateful for your leadership as a member of our faculty, for your for your vision in terms of the endowments you set up for HVACR back when you were with the program, and for your really active engagement and leadership with the foundation. Dick, thank you so very much.
1: Well, and Dave, thank you for your leadership. Wow. You know, you're the longest serving president since, uh, since, since Woodbridge. And there's nothing more important to Ferris State University or any, any, any university or college is the longevity and the ability to, to grow. And we've grown. And when you, when you brought me onto the, uh, when you guys brought me onto the foundation board, I don't know, 2007, somewhere in there, I I think we were at, uh, 18 million in in total in the, in the endowment. And to think that it's around 120 million, that's, that's just, that's like money from home when dad didn't have any. I mean, it's just fantastic. And uh, that goes
0: to your leadership. now a lot of people pulling together and certainly one of the big leaders in this have been you Dick and uh, I know we're going to look forward honoring you at commencement Uh, we're going to try to make it one of the most memorable days of your life but you know on behalf of a grateful university I want to thank you for all the things you've done for
1: Ferris. Well thank you Dave thank you.
0: This has been Ferris Forward. we've been joined today by soon-to-be Dr. Dick Shaw and it, thanks so much for being with us today, and Thank you. Uh, and we'll look forward to visiting with you again soon. Thanks so much for listening today.